Dateline, August 29th, 2010. Well, g'day folks, it's Steve here, back for the Australia Desk, and with me is the slightly battered and bruised Grant McCarran. Grant, what have you been up to this week? Oh, mate, what a week. I had two media scrums on the same day. First, I got up early in the morning to attend the Air New Zealand media scrum, and then I wound up later in the day attending the Virgin Blue media scrum. I mean... How is I don't know I was going to be going up against the All Blacks in the morning and the Wallabies in the afternoon. I've been trampled into the dirt. Um, I thought media scrum was a reference just to a whole lot of media and photos and all that. I didn't realise I'd be facing up to the front row forwards from those rugby teams. Yeah, well, the All Blacks, eh? Hey, the world's second best rugby team. Hey, watch your talk there, mate. <laughs> you know, Grant, I thought your doctor told you to, uh, you know, cease all physical activity like that. Getting down there on the on the front lines there with the uh, with the rugby players in that scrum, that's not, not the wisest move, mate. Mate, I'm just like, you know, hanging out. I, Will Horton was there. I thought I could get away with being there, but no. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, Grant, uh, enlighten us, mate. What did you find out? Well, mate, the Air New Zealand one was pretty good. Uh, their profit result was only 6% lower than last year, so that's pretty good for what has been a rather difficult financial year down this side of the world. Although, as they pointed out, New Zealand is a little bit isolated from a lot of the uh, financial crisis issues, same as Australia's been. They generally had a, a pretty good year, and they see things looking looking good for the rest of the year, and they're very much looking forward to the introduction of their uh, their new 777s at the, uh, at the start of next year. They were saying that Trans-Tasman, the link-up with Virgin Blue, that's still going to happen. So far, everything's on track. And to quote them, despite Australia's inability to elect a government, they don't see that's going to cause any problems or delays in getting the approval for the uh, for the link up. Pacific Blue pulling out of the domestic market, they're going to ramp up their capacity. Of course, Jetstar is doing the same thing, but uh, they figure that they'll be in a good position to take advantage of it. And as Rob Fife pointed out, if uh, neither Jetstar nor Air New Zealand uh, play hardball and uh, keep their fares as low as possible, some other airline may very well come in. And I think he was making uh, allusions to Air Asia or Tiger in that respect. Uh, there's plenty of airlines that would love to come into New Zealand if there's um, potential there. But yeah, all up, it was a, it was a pretty good report and a, and a good briefing. The Air New Zealand one, they actually did the release of the information at the media scrum and conference call whereas with Virgin Blue they released that inf- their information in the morning so it was it was just a pure question and answer session uh, in that one we discovered that Virgin Blue has made more money on fewer aircraft flying passengers than Qantas made with more aircraft flying passengers in the last financial year of course Qantas did earn more money but that was because 70% of Qantas's earnings came from their frequent flyer program so uh, excellent work there by Virgin Blue to have done so well both Air New Zealand and Virgin Blue came in as expected but as had already been indicated previously, Virgin Blue are dropping Phuket. And note, Dan, it's not Phuket. You've got to be careful with that. Yeah, it's Dan, you, you crazy kids. Yeah, I don't know. Is it possible that there's something other than seat pitch on that boy's mind? Jeez, I thought he was going potty mouth there for last week, Grant. Yeah, well, we've got to watch out for that. Mm. But yes, yeah, so they're dropping um, they're dropping Phuket and they're dropping Fiji. And they're also no longer going to run their triple sevens to Johannesburg, which is understandable. It takes the Australia three hours longer than uh, South African Airlines or Qantas to get from the east coast of Australia to Johannesburg, and that's because they have to follow the uh, two-engine ETOPS route, whereas the uh, South African uh, A340s and the Qantas 747s can just do the four-engine. We don't care. We just go direct. So yeah, that was that was a bit bit of big news. And the other part was that uh, Virgin Blue are going to get A330s to fly from the east coast to the west coast, and they're going to attack the Perth market to try and get some serious price reductions happening there for people on the west coast. Yeah, the A330s is a really interesting thing, considering that uh, the Virgin Group has, has basically up until now, at least in this part of the world, been just exclusively Boeing customers for their for their long haul and medium haul work. Uh, although they have diversified into 
the Embraers with the the one seventies and the one nineties. Although, Grant, I also note note that they're getting rid of their one seventies. Yep, they've declared the one seventies are a great aircraft, but they don't fit the Virgin strategic goals and the routes they want to be on. So they're going to let the one seventies go, but keep the E one nineties. Yeah, interesting. Jungle jets, as they're known in the trade down here, Grant. Look, the the big the other big news with those A three thirties is that uh, they're going to start by going transcontinental here in Australia. But once they settle in with that, they can start using them to go to and from Sydney, from uh, Melbourne and Brisbane, which is uh, very high density routes. Uh, so because of the slot constraints, you if you've got more passengers flying at a certain time, you just put a bigger aircraft on. That's what Qantas does, where they fly their A330s as well as 767s and 737s between Melbourne and Sydney, depending on what time of day it is. Well, the A330s, that's going to give Virgin Blue that flexibility. And eventually, they could also start operating to some Asian ports. So all these route changes where they're dropping places and uh, shifting things around raises the big question of what are they doing with their 777s? Well, that links into the third and huge part of the news from Virgin Blue's media releases, and that is they're teaming up with Etihad. That's right. Virgin Blue has stolen Etihad away from Qantas. Etihad and Qantas had had an agreement going where Qantas would carry Etihad's international passengers around Australia. Thanks to John Borghetti, who joining Virgin Blue, who happens to be a, a, a close friend of James Hogan, the CEO of Etihad. The two of them uh, worked their way up inside Qantas. Funny that. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Borghetti helped organize the agreement between Etihad and Qantas. Well, now, surprise, surprise, Borghetti's over with Virgin Blue and uh, Virgin Blue and Etihad are getting right into bed with each other. Uh, they will be sharing their frequent flyer programs, code sharing on all routes. And so effectively what's happening is that uh, Virgin Blue will be using their 777s between LA and Australia, and they will also be using them between Australia and Abu Dhabi. Etihad already has uh, 11 flights per week between Sydney and, and Abu Dhabi. And so three flights per week will be added thanks to the triple sevens of Virgin Blue, giving Etihad equi- and Virgin Blue the equivalent of double daily flights between Abu Dhabi and Sydney. Virgin Blue will also start doing um, Brisbane, boosting up their Brisbane to uh, Abu Dhabi flights. What this effectively means is that suddenly Virgin Blue is hooked into major international routes all around the Middle East into Europe thanks to Etihad and into the US thanks to Delta. So, And then across to New Zealand with Air New Zealand. So suddenly they've gone from being a small player here in Australia to being a massive around the world airline. And if you think there was a huge drawing of breath when that announcement was made, uh, Grant, what do you reckon it was like up there in the boardroom in Sydney at Qantas HQ when they heard this? Oh, mate, it would have been pretty amazing. Yep, and I'll tell you what, we've talked about it before. Two two interesting things are at play here. Number one is that um, obviously Virgin Blue must be extremely happy that they've picked up Mr. Borghetti. And the other thing at play here is that, as we keep saying, Borghetti was pretty well mortified when he didn't get the top job at Qantas. And uh, from what we've heard from inside the industry he's out to make Qantas pay and boy is he doing it and he hasn't even been in the job all that long Grant so interesting times yeah and you know what there's something else that was uh, upsetting Qantas this week uh, when the when Boeing announced the 787 delay Qantas's official response was we have seen the reports concerning more delays to the 787 and are seeking clarification from Boeing and as Ben Sandilands over at the plane talking blog translated for us that pretty much means damn why weren't we told about this officially so i don't think anyone's real happy at Qantas this week well grant we started with uh, talking about our friends over there the all blacks the world's second best rugby team (laughs) (laughs) dude i think they've been doing some work for air new zealand welcome aboard this air new zealand flight shortly we'll be winging our way to your next port of call but before we kick off i'd like to give you a quick safety team talk even if you fly with us often please keep your eyes on the briefing 
Yeah, they have. And Air New Zealand got some great publicity when they did their Nothing to Hide uh, safety videos and advertising with uh, featuring various staff members dressed only in body paint. And uh, they've done it again this time. They've got another safety video. This time, they're piggybacking on the uh, World Rugby Cup that's being held in New Zealand soon. And so they've teamed up with the All Blacks Rugby Union team and done a safety video inside an aircraft once again, with uh, this time with a whole series of uh, rugby supporters. We recommend you keep your seatbelt fastened throughout the flight. And we're just having a look at it now, Grant, there in the background. My goodness, is that a streaker in the video? Yes, that's right. There is a streaker in this video. My goodness, go granny power. Oh, I tell you what, Grant, I think I'm going to have nightmares all night now thinking about that. Uh, because of a couple of All Blacks being pilots on an Air New Zealand jet. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, folks, we better sign off before the uh, rather substandard Skype connection we're using tonight dies completely. Until next week, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm Grant McCarran. Cheers, folks.